Dogs have incredible noses. They can pick up millions of smells, millions more than us humans. They can pick up the whiff of a tissue or maybe even a piece of chewing gum. And I'm talking there about tracking dogs because whatever the weather, 16 dogs and over 60 regional teams are on call to search for missing and injured people when it happens. It's a big job, and it relies on volunteers, relies solely on volunteers to train and work with expert canine trackers. Bridget Martin of Wakthepu has been a volunteer dog handler with New Zealand Land Search and Rescue for 20 years, and we've invited her on to tell us a bit more about her job. Hi, Bridget. Hello, thank you. Nice to talk to you today. How did you get started as a volunteer with this organisation? Well, all our dog handlers, first of all, start off with the group, so regional groups around New Zealand. So I started off in Auckland with Auckland Land Search and Rescue up there. And after becoming an operational field team member, then you have a look at what specialties you might want to be involved in. And I um, always had a passion for dogs and searching out in the field with a dog is just um, it's just next level. So hmm. I started um, with a actually I Google searched and came up with the bloodhound. And so I was in America and I bought a bloodhound and brought it back to New Zealand. Oh. But um, classic, I know the old um, she was Ellie May, and but Ellie May she liked chasing a few other things like deer and pigs and things, so rabbits. So the dogs actually have to work through an incredible amount of distractions. So after um, failed or didn't meet the standard of the LMA, got an incredible um, German shepherd called Zinzan. Uh, and a bit more successful with Zinzan? Yeah, a lot more successful with Zinzan. Um, he was an amazing dog, actually. So we do we have tracking and um, area search as well, so tracking tracking dogs are smelling, following a sort of a scent picture along the ground where someone's walked, and the area search dogs are following just airborne scent, looking for human scent. So uh, Zinzan was dual operational, so he was operational in tracking and in area search. And we, um, I sort of look at our names for our dogs, well I do, and I look at, sort of, I think about, oh, who would I want coming through the bush looking for me? And Zinzan was named after Zinzan Brook, as you can imagine, <laughs> and having that willingness to persevere and that strong, um, strong temperament. And yeah, he had a lot of successful finds. And you need not everyone who's missing wants to be found. So your dogs have to be so confident um, because you can't possibly train for every every set of sight picture at the end. And so Zinzan, even if the person was despondent or didn't want to be found, he was courageous and strong enough to go and embark. So then we would be alerted and then we would find the person. So, um, yeah, really, really important to have the right dog. Dare I ask what happened to Ellie May? Oh, Ellie May died, <laughs> but she became a pet. And um, and then now I've um, just trained up a new dog and got operational with her, and her name is Bandit. Yeah. And um, she, and again, sort of, you know, I wouldn't probably name a dog like Snowflake or Flower. It's just not quite strong enough. But Bandit, um, there's another thing they sort of say with dog training that what you name your dog, they sort of have a tendency to do. Yeah. And Bandit, she's been the naughtiest dog I've had. So she broke into the house um, one day, a, a true burglary, and um, oh, destroyed a pair of boxes. My husband's two 
hats, golf hats, jandals, boots, just a trail of destruction throughout the place. So they have that as well. Name them after something, it'll come back to haunt you. Yeah. And why are dogs such good trackers? Well, they have, well, I mean, all dogs originally, when you look at the, um, they were designed or made for purpose, a purpose, all working dogs, you know, all your purebreds were, were purpose built for um, a particular job. So if you look at your labs and your spaniels and um, they, they were bred for hunting and we have just turned um, what they hunt for into humans, uh, into um into into a job, into tracking or area. And their um their olfactory is just so big. So we have like thirty thousand scent cells yeah. in our nose. A dog will have two hundred and forty million. <laughs> they can also um you know, they can scent discriminate. So they can pick up on and lock into a scent picture and just keep following that. So we have um search and rescue dogs, we've got German Shepherds, Malinois, wide head pointers Vizslers, some mixed breeds, but all of them have this inherent drive to hunt and 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 just keep working. We we look for we, we want the naughty dogs because they're usually high drive, mm-hmm. but we look for those inherent um, behaviours in, in those dogs. Yeah, what does it take to actually train them to do what you want them to do? Yeah, so it's, we start about eight weeks old um, when we get them as pups. And um, we'll we'll start with, you know, there's different training mythologies, but one of the ones we start with with the tracking dogs could be like a little scent box, um, which we crush the ground. We make it a perfect little box and we put um, lots and lots of food in there and we put the puppy in there and the puppy just walks around eating the food. But actually, it's um, at the same time, it's feeling really happy. It's got its nose down. It's smelling scent and it's getting reward. So we, all of our sort of training is done in a positive way and it takes about probably 18 months to two years before that dog's ready to go operational. And you need plenty of land, eh? You need plenty of land, like just for, let's say we put down a a track for an exercise, we'll need about 40 acres or if we put, we hide some subjects out there, for us, and that'll be the same size area for an area search dog. We hide some subjects, don't tell the person where they are, release the dog, and the and the handler has to be very good as well. You know, they have to um, be able to carve up that area using the terrain and the wind and put the dog in the best spot to have that strike on that human. So the handler is, is, is really highly skilled as well because... Basically, a life may depend on that skill level of that handler and the dog. So we need that team to be the highest level possible. And each year, they get accredited by the police. So um, yearly, you have assessments to make sure that you're maintaining that standard and can get them deployed by the police who are the lead agency in a search. What do you need? You need more dogs? You need more volunteers? Need more money? <laughs> we always need more money. It's an expensive business, and especially as volunteers. But um, nationally, we have sixteen dogs, and we have nationally we have um, sixty-three local groups throughout New Zealand of Landsar groups, and they all do an incredible job. You know, dogs are just one part. Um, we're just clue finders out there looking, but. Um, all, all our um, volunteers, are, all, you know, they have their normal BAU 
and on top of their BAU, they become a field member, and on top of that, they train the dog. So we always like the people coming through Landsar Search and Rescue, and um, we're looking at them to become future dog handlers for sure. How about you? Is it an emotional thing to go through, Bridget, the attachment to the dogs, and then I guess inevitably having to say goodbye to them? Oh, yeah, it's ups and downs of dog training, I think. Um, but being in it so long now, um, it's just so rewarding. One, you love being out in the bush and searching, and then you're with your mates um, from Lansar, and then you have this wonderful dog, and you don't even know who you're searching for. You'll get up at 3 a.m., 2 a.m. in the morning and go out and search for someone, um, you know, because they have a whānau at home who's desperately worried about them. And not all searches are successful, so there's the ups and downs of that as well. Um, but the dogs, they are working dogs, but they're also part of your family, and they make you laugh. So it is hard when they go. Just like anyone who works with dogs, I think it's hard when they go, but you're always driven by what's um, next coming through the door, what's the next puppy, um, what's the next training mission, yeah, what's the next search. Nice to talk to you. Thanks for telling us a bit about your exciting life, Bridget. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for the time. Give our regards to Bandit. I will. She'll like that. Bridget Martin, a volunteer dog handler with New Zealand Land Search and Rescue for 20 years now.